Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. It is summertime. It reminds me of one of my favorite Sublime songs from, I don't know, maybe back in our junior high, early high school, summertime and the living's easy. Rodney's on the microphone with Ross M. G. <laughs> I could keep going, but I won't. I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, the kids are out of school. I think probably like many or most, if not all, of everyone listening. Summertime. Yeah, we wanted to share some of the things we've experimented with and tried over the years that I think have had our summers just be more fun, more meaningful, maybe a little more intentional. And I think there's a real opportunity to go on an adventure in the summer. And that could be an adventure where you don't leave town. It could be an adventure where you actually go on a vacation, but the adventure is like, not necessarily what do we want to accomplish, like as far as like a bunch of like activities, but maybe what do we want to accomplish as far as like, who do we want to be? And like, we always talk about take back your family in family brand. And granted, you can take back your family any time of the year, but I think summertime gives all of us as families, maybe a really unique opportunity to really take back our family and to live intentionally and to have like, yeah, turn it into an adventure. And we're going to talk about how some of the ways we've done that. And I like that summer, it's so, you know, it's two months, three, give or take. You can see real, it's like long enough to implement something and really see change and adapt. I love that. I love the time, the time length of two to three months. It's like, doesn't feel too long. Like for us, we'll share more of this in a little bit, but we were like, okay, what's something one summer, I think it was three summers ago, we asked ourselves, okay, what's something that each of us would want to do better at the end of the summer or a skill or a goal we would just want to... Or something we'd want to learn or something we'd want to accomplish, like, but have it be associated with summer specifically. Yes. So it's just like two months, you're all in. If you can learn anything, do anything, what would it be? I also think summer is an opportunity maybe to form some fun traditions that are like summertime related. Like, oh, hey, in the summer, every Monday we go to the library or every Wednesday we go swim or, you know, you have opportunities maybe to have a little more flexibility in your schedule. And I'm not talking about like really big overwhelming traditions or every, every Friday we get shave ice or I mean, something um, that you can do in the summer. And so we're, yeah, we'll just share some of the things that we've done. I think three years ago, we, Melissa came with this idea of, Hey, what's something you want to learn this summer? And so I'll share mine. It was actually really fun. I had actually just read a study that, People who are always learning new skills and like making their brain work are more likely to stay mentally sharp and less likely to experience dementia or Alzheimer's like later in life. And so that that study was in my mind. And the Melissa said, well, what do you want to learn? And I was like, what would be a new skill, like something I could learn? And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to learn how to be left-handed. <laughs> I don't know why. And so that was my goal that summer is to learn how to throw a football and a baseball left-handed, which I know it isn't technically left-handed in all things. So I bought a left-handed baseball glove, which you wear in your right hand so that you can throw with your left hand. And I got pretty good at throwing a football and a baseball 
You got really good. <laughs> like you, if Chris were to throw, at least for, okay, for me, if I throw left-handed, I look like I have no clue what I'm doing. I don't know why it doesn't translate from your <laughs> hand to your left. Chris looks really good throwing left-handed. You would never know that it wasn't your like dominant hand. It was, it was silly, but it was actually fun. And I still do it to this day, but it gave me lots of opportunities to throw the ball in the yard with the kids. And that was, that was the summer we lived in Utah for a month, for the month of July. So that's what I focused on. What did you focus on that summer, Melissa? Yeah, that summer I decided I wanted to make learn to make really beautiful cakes, like late um, layered cakes, because I realized, you know what, I'm going to, I want to be, and I'm going to be making birthday desserts for a long time. And with seven of us, I thought that's a skill that if I got really good at this summer, I would really love to carry with me. And she does make amazing cakes. Her Biscoff cake is like, I'm not a cake guy. And I would eat her Biscoff cake next to any dessert. That's probably your best one, right? That's my favorite one. It's so delicious. But just, yeah, everything's from scratch, the icing, everything. You might have to link that recipe, actually. I should. Everything. I wish I could link something about how to be left-handed, but I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. So, I am I mean, none of my cakes are going to be on Pinterest, but I'm getting better. And it's a skill that I think is really fun to kind of have. I think our kids, uh, Tate wanted to learn how to cook that summer. I don't even remember. I can't remember. Ivy's like back handspring. Anyways, all of them came up with something and we all worked on it like together every su- all summer. It was really fun. And we've continued that tradition. So Melissa just sat down with all of us recently and went through all of our individual lists of what we want to quote unquote, get good at or accomplish this summer. Yeah. Let me share. Um, I want to work on handstands. I've never been good at handstands and flexibility. Also, one of our kids, Tanner, he said he wants to make ice cream all summer. And so I thought, oh, I could I could be all in on that. So, like lots of different kinds, right? Experiment yeah, with. we're thinking maybe every Sunday we'll make ice cream or something. That would be super fun. Which also, that's, that's what's kind of cool is what I was saying earlier. It kind of also creates a little tradition. And it may not be a tradition you carry on forever, but for this summer, it's like, oh, hey, every Sunday we make. And kids just, I don't know if you've noticed, but in your family, our kids love traditions. They love things that they know they can count on, look forward to. We heard traditions recently talked about like, we always, we always what, right? So like if in the summer, if your kids could be like, oh, we always make ice cream on Sundays or it's kind of fun. Yeah. I liked, I liked reading that definition of a tradition. It's something you always do. It made me think, oh, like we have traditions that I didn't necessarily consider traditions. I'm going to work on flexibility. I've just always wanted to be more mobile. And there's a guy that I uh, go to some personal training with here on the North Shore, Daniel Bachman. And he does jujitsu and he is freakishly flexible and strong. And it's just like, yeah, I want to become more flexible, more mobile. I also heard a quote one time that flexibility equals longevity. That if you stay flexible, then you're more likely going to be active. And if you're active, you're going to just be healthier longer. Yeah, and less prone to injury. Other things on the list, um, there's it's called shelling where you go like dive and look for shells. Ivy wanted to do that. Trip wants to focus on all kinds of sports, <laughs> <laughs> skateboarding, soccer, football, jujitsu, trip six. Indy what wants else? animals, volcanoes, fairies, but really most of all, she really wants to do a dance class. Yeah. She's our youngest and she has realized, oh, the other kids do a lot of fun stuff and I want to do the fun stuff too. She's getting old enough to notice and want to be a part of it. Tate, he loves making sourdough bread, but he wants to focus in the summer on not just bread anymore, but sourdough, pizza, pretzels, bagels, pitas, etc. 
The summer of fat and carbs. <laughs> summer of ice cream and carbs. <laughs> yeah. The thing we notice though is that with these summer, the things that people want to get good at generally involve the whole family or at least multiple members of the family. So just if one of us is focusing on it, I guarantee like by the end of the summer, all of us will be doing stretches at times and like working on our flexibility together. We'll all be in the kitchen helping Tay with sourdough and we'll be making ice cream together. And it's just kind of fun. Like, but I, I, yeah, I just think summer is a really cool opportunity to, to create some adventures, large and small. You know, if you haven't heard our episode about road trips, we're big, big believers in road trips. So maybe we're, we're planning a road trip. We're going to go to one of the other islands and rent an RV and road trip. So that would definitely be something. And what's so cool about road trips is like you can do it pretty inexpensively, pretty simply. It can be fly to somewhere and do a road trip or just literally road trip in your area. Like, So what's something you want to get good at this summer? Like a skill or a hobby that you want to experiment with? I think another way of saying that might be, you know, a lot of times summers like our bucket list, like check items, but I like, I like, we like, we have some of those on our list too, but I also like thinking of summer, like, who am I going to be at the end of summer? Like what skills do I want to have that I don't currently have? Yeah. So, you know, there is a time and place, I think for the, the normal traditions, like, Hey, every 4th of July, we go to this little place or, you know, but in addition to that, I think it's cool that every summer can be like a new experience that you've never had before. So you kind of have the the old standing traditions, which are awesome. And then you have the opportunity, like you said, to pick up a new skill, a new hobby, a new interest. And I would definitely, I definitely encourage you to put a road trip on the calendar for this summer. The other thing is one last challenge I might say is if you're comfortable doing a three day vacation, like every summer, try doing six days. And if you're comfortable doing like a one week, try a week and a half or two weeks. If you're already doing two weeks, try four weeks. That was kind of our progression over the years is like, because you used, you know, sometimes you think like, oh, I could never be gone longer than a week. And then you're gone for two weeks and you're like, oh, I, we did that. And then sometimes you're like, well, I could never be long, gone, you know, more than half a month. And then you stay for a whole month and you're like, oh, we did that. So this can be fun things that we've experimented with in the summers too, like elongating our vacations a little bit. Yeah. And when they get to be that long, we're of course like working, we have the flexibility that we're working from home so that, you know, you have to factor that into, but it has been really fun to just, yeah, stretch it out and go on the longer adventures. Last thing, didn't we talk about maybe coming up with a theme for the summer? I don't think we've done it yet. Getting some shirts made. I don't even know if that one's going to happen, but it was just another idea we had of like maybe giving the summer a little theme of some kind. Yeah. A little focus. We should get shirts made. We're going to do another podcast episode at the end of the summer, reporting back, see see how summer went. Maybe we'll have some shirts by then. Um, the last thing that just came to my mind too is I remember growing up, my mom taking us to the library all the time, every summer. And I know our kids love doing that too. So all this stuff on their list, like sourdough stuff, animals, volcanoes, and fairies that Indy wants to learn about. A lot of adventure can just be found in your library. Sounds kind of lame, but... Actually, no, kind of cool. <laughs> I don't think so. It's, it is interesting. Like all the things that they want to learn about, mm-hmm. they could also be reading about. So I like, I love that making that connection. It's like, oh, hey, let's go to the library and check some books out on that. Let's watch some documentaries about it and then let's actually do it. Yeah. And that's how I found um, Tanner in particular. He wasn't reading maybe as, 
as much as quickly, I guess, as his brother had been. And, but he just didn't have anything interesting to him to read. So I was like, let's go library. You can check out whatever you want. And he found himself like at these sports books and documentaries um, or autobiographies rather. And that's what got him reading. He was all, he was all in. So I think, yeah, if it's something that the kids are interested in that they peruse in the library and find themselves, they're all about it. Yeah. And I think that it's pretty normal for a lot of families to be really structured and scheduled during the school year because you're kind of operating in that mode, right? Like we have school, that's a scheduled structure. We have practices, we have sports on the weekends, but I just really encourage you to try to be as unstructured and as uncommitted to like other activities in the summer so that you really can take your son, your family back in the summer and really have that time. So I guess takeaways, one, maybe come up as a family with some hobbies, interests, skills that you want to look into or pursue in the summer. Um, cooking, baking, a sport, learning to be left-handed, <laughs> like whatever. Um, you know, spending time alone, like hiking, like what, whatever it is individually though, like something that you individually and every member in the family individually wants to focus on. And there's so many ways you can do that. There's master classes, there's the library, there's like a friend who's already doing it. So many places that you can learn in this day and age. Yeah. So who do I want to, oh, I guess I would back up and say, first question is who do I want to be this summer? Like at the end of the summer, what do I want to accomplish? B, pick a skill, hobby, or an interest to pursue. Three, really, really challenge you to consider a road trip of some kind. Mm-hmm. Go on a road trip this summer and go listen to our podcast episode on how to do a road trip, at least in our opinion, to make it an adventure. And then, yeah, fourth would be if you're already going on summer trips, extend it a little, extend the party, extend the adventure and just see what that's like for your family. Happy summer. Hey there, thanks for listening to today's episode. To show our appreciation, we want to offer you a free gift. We have an incredible online course you can get now by going to familybrand.com or by following the link in the show notes. And while you're there at familybrand.com, be sure to follow us on social media so that we can go on this journey together. Lastly, if this podcast has impacted you, we ask that you share it with another powerful family in your life and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. We will see you in the next episode.